Welcome to the next episode of the Cancer in the Developing World podcast series. By the year 2020, some 70% of all cancer cases will occur in the developing world. It is anticipated that one-fifth of these, about 2 million cases each year, will be in India. This rising tide of disease must be met by the combined efforts of the world's most advanced medical researchers. This cooperative vision is the driving force behind the INDOX Cancer Research Network. INDOX was set up in 2005 and it is a partnership between the Institute of Cancer Medicine at the University of Oxford and nine of the top comprehensive cancer centres in India. The INDOX Cancer Research Network brings together many of the world's leading oncologists and scientists in a unique global resource to support the advancement of new anti-cancer therapeutics. In earlier episodes of this podcast series, I interviewed Professor David Kerr, who co-founded the INDOX Network, and Dr Rahib Ali, who is the director of the INDOX Network, both of whom are based at Oxford University. This episode was recorded in Hyderabad at the annual meeting of the INDOX Cancer Research Network. At the annual INDOX meeting, the members of the network from India and Oxford come together to review the progress of the past year's research and to discuss their plans for the future. In this episode, I talked to Dr Vinod Rayner, who is the co-founder of the INDOX Cancer Research Network. He is a professor and the head of medical oncology at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences in New Delhi. In this interview, I talked to him about his involvement in setting up INDOX, the achievements that the network has made so far, and the challenges faced in doing clinical trials in India. Dr. Arena, how did you get involved with the INDOX uh, Cancer Research Network? I believe you were one of the co-founders of it. That's correct. It goes back to to mid-80s when I was working in Glasgow and David and me were registrars in the same city in registrars in medical oncology. And this is Professor David Kerr from yes, Oxford University. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we kept in touch, although I came back to India in 1990. Uh, we kept in touch and we, we did meet on various meetings and conferences. And I think four years ago he, he had an idea that this is something that could be you know, developed in cooperation between major cancer centres in India and Oxford University. Uh, where he is, uh, he is in a department which does clinical pharmacology, and as you know, cancer involves a lot of clinical pharmacology. And he, being an oncologist himself, uh, we had a few discussions, and we thought that we should move it forward. The question was that of funding, and uh, fortunately, around the same time, I think GSK was interested in funding this concept. The other thing that has been happening in India is India opened up in mid-90s with regard to clinical research and allowing foreign companies to do clinical research in India. So that opened up a lot of opportunities uh, and I had been doing clinical research before in dogs, but it was kind of a bit bit disorganized and standards were not there, it was not uniform throughout the country. We thought that we'll bring all the major cancer centers together under this umbrella have some uniformity, have some code of conduct and have some good training for many of the investigators and uh, I think that is how it has come about. And how many centres were involved with INDOX at the beginning? Initially there were six and I, I think now there are nine or ten. And uh, uh, so it has been, it has been, and these six centres represent the largest cancer centres. You know, in India we have this concept of regional cancer centres. These are the regional cancer centers and they contribute to more than 100,000 new cancer patients a year. 
and some new centres, smaller centres, have recently been added in the last two or three years. Yeah. And what sort of research are you doing um, within the Index Cancer Research Network? Well, uh, to begin with, it was uh, since GSK was funding it, so mo- mostly it was to, to kind of facilitate the clinical trials that GSK was interested in doing. GSK had some some concerns about doing clinical trials in India, although they had an office in India, but they were not well organized in India. So this gave them a window uh, to access the major cancer centers in India. So till now we have been concentrating on on doing phase two, phase three clinical trials. And uh, the long-term, uh, long-term objective is to conduct uh, uh, clinical research in cancer which is relevant to India's needs, you know, the incidence of certain cancers in India is different from that in the West. We have a lot more head and neck cancer, a lot more cervical cancer and the stages of the patients are more advanced cancer than we see in the West. We don't have so much of a screening program. So the profile of cancer patients in India is quite different from that in the West. So the ultimate aim of this concept would be to address the problems of cancer in India. But that will take a different uh, route to funding, different source of funding. I think we may have to go public and raise funds uh, to address those problems. But it has brought us together, it has given us a platform, and there's a template now which needs to be expanded upon. And how has the partnership worked between Oxford and these Indian cancer centres? I think brilliant, uh, mainly due to, due to our relationship that goes back more than 20 years. We have been in touch and Rakib has been a wonderful coordinator in Oxford. I have been to Oxford many times to to you know establish a better rapport and to have some training as well. And so have many other people in the in-doc setup now been trained in Oxford in various aspects of cancer research and clinical research. Yeah. What are some of the benefits of this sort of collaboration versus working perhaps directly with the pharmaceutical companies? In my view, I think the biggest benefit to India has been that these same cancer centers have come together. Uh, you know, we, India is a vast country, it's not like Britain, uh, and we have different regions, different languages, and till now we were not able to gel together, and it has brought us together, we have, there have been meetings, we understand each other better, and it has standardized in some ways the cancer care in many of these centers and allowed training of a lot of junior people. Occasionally um, in the West there has been some controversy about the running of clinical trials in India. Um, what, what are your thoughts about that? I'm aware of that problem and I have, issue, I have written two editorials in Annals of Oncology regarding those issues. Uh, yes, uh, there, is a, there is a possibility that at some places or some centres patients could be being exploited or, or are being exploited, but you must also understand that India has gained so much from clinical research in all aspects of medical field in the last 200 years and not a single Indian patient was ever used for clinical trials. So it is, I think, right time that India opens up and offers its its uh, its people for international clinical trials from which India has benefited. Uh, but I think it doesn't mean that India should not do clinical trials. It simply means that we have to improve upon the system. So we have to improve upon the the ethics, we have to improve upon the consent procedures, so we cannot shut the door. I think we need to improve upon what we have. I'm sure there will be some issues here and there, but that's what our job is, to improve on things rather than close the issue. What have been some of the key challenges that you've encountered um, within the network? I think key challenges have been training of junior staff and retaining junior staff. Uh, 
there's a lot of attrition because job opportunities in India have opened with a lot of uh, pharmaceutical companies doing research. We train somebody and then we lose him in a year or two. So I think that has been the biggest challenge. And other is to train newer and newer people. People are not very familiar with the management of cancer. So a lot of young people who join us, the doctors, they don't, they're not familiar with cancer. So it takes us time to make them understand what cancer is then another year or two to train them in clinical research and then they are lost to industry. So that is, seems to be the biggest challenge. We are not able to retain them in academic institutions because the private sector offers better uh, terms. And what have been some of the key achievements of INDOC so far? As I mentioned, it has brought us together. We have been able to successfully conduct a lot of uh, trials in some common cancers in India like breast, lung, uh, cervical cancer. And I think the bigger issue is to continue the, the effort and cooperation and take it to a bigger scale, uh, as I said, uh, like addressing the problems of uh, cancer patients in India, mainly prevention and early diagnosis. I think that is the key in India. What sort of challenges do you face um, with regard to cancer prevention in India? Lack of awareness. I think the lack of awareness, you know, the literacy rate in India is about 60, 60, 67%. And a lot of people are not aware of the risks of uh, high-risk behavior like smoking, and, you know, tobacco and alcohol. Uh, this awareness is limited to the educated class. It needs to be you know, spread far and wide. And uh, people know about it, but they don't realize that it will hit them someday. So they continue their uh, high-risk behavior. And I think that is the biggest challenge here in this country. And in what way do you think INDOX could help uh, contribute to, to that? As I said, we have not been able to, to do, uh, that is one of our long-term aims or objectives. We need to raise funds because the industry is not, uh, is not able to, to pay for that kind of work or that kind of research. So we need to go on a bigger plateau, raise money for this kind of uh, research and maybe tap some charitable organizations and then take it on a higher scale and uh, offer uh, funds for research to various institutions in India. For this, I think that will be another, another aim and objective of the INDOX in the long run. If you would like to find out more about the INDOX Cancer Research Network, please go to visit their website, which is www.indox.org.uk.